Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Superfly75. You are listening to onthewizardradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewizardradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. What's happening? Sound check. Tavares, I see you, bruh. I see you. All right, the one. What's happening? All right, sound check, everybody. I, I'm assuming I sound good because I sound good to myself. Hey. Okay, okay, okay. I hope everybody had an excellent day today. I mean, today is Friday, and depending on what your pay schedule is, some of y'all got paid today. From Doc. So I hope everybody's having an uh, an awesome Friday. Okay, let's see what else did I want to pull up. Okay. Oh, wow. Everybody's here. Okay, that's what's up. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Carrie Edmund. All right. The one. Laron. Okay. Okay. Cassia. All right. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that because you guys could have been anywhere else, but y'all chose to come over here and I humbly, humbly thank you all. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. 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 Listen, this Donnie McClurkin story. <laughs> Yikes. Yo, if you believe D- Donnie McClurkin, I have some, I have some, you know, I have some land to sell you in the desert. I don't know. If you believe this Donnie McClurkin story, his version of events, then get a notification. All this was, you know, YouTube, YouTube, and you know. Yeah, let's get right into it, man. Donnie McClurkin. Yeah, we're here for the petty. Fridays is for is for petty. Donnie McClurkin. Now, I don't understand how a, a man with a dog. Well, you know what? Let's just get to it. I'm not going to waste y'all time. I'm not going to waste y'all time. This is what this nigga said. Now, this is what he said. It makes no sense at all. Let me pull it up. Is the right one? Nope. Okay. That was the update. Okay, here we go. Now, listen, I'm going to read this slow. I'm going to read this slow because I don't understand. It, is, it does not make sense to me. Okay, this does not make sense to me. All right, and then we'll, we'll check and see what they say on Twitter also. So, yeah, he falls down on his knees. <laughs> All right, so he says... 
I have never seen such integrity and accountability in a hotel. The management and attendees claim absolute culpability and took total ownership of the wrong without making one excuse. Uh oh, uh oh. T, thank you for the 10 minute super chat. What day is it? I think it's day 25. Let me check. Let me let me check to see what day this is. Give me a moment. Mm, one, two, three. That's 21, 22, 23, 24. Yes, day 25. Woo! All right, day 25, day 25. Okay, okay, day 25. Wait, you know what? Nope, this is not the right, this is the update. I don't want this one. Which one do I want? Nope. Okay, that's one, that's somebody's theory. I don't want that one. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is what initially, this is what Donnie says would happen, okay? This is Donnie's version of events regarding some man and a dog. Once again, please get this out y'all head that y'all act like black folk are so above bestiality. Stop playing with me, okay? I gave you the site to do your research. You'll see plenty of black men and black women engaging in bestiality. So please, please, please stop acting like this is a, a proclivity for other people. No. Okay. Black people are just as nasty, if not nastier than everybody else. Okay. So a man and a dog walk into a bar. Okay. Here we go. This is what he says took place. I'm going to read this extra slow because it doesn't make sense to me either. All right. I need y'all to help me understand this. Ready? Here we go. In my hotel room after 12 midnight in downtown Memphis tonight. Boy, Memphis be getting it cracking. Memphis be. Let me, I've, have I stayed in Memphis? I've driven through Memphis. I've stayed in Nashville a bunch of times. I don't think I've ever spent one night in Memphis and I got family there man what the what what spirit is going on <laughs> what spirit has possessed the city of Memphis what is wrong with y'all down there like respectably I'm asking respectfully I'm asking what is wrong with y'all in Memphis what is it about Memphis what what deity but you know what Memphis is a holy city I take that back now I know why never mind Memphis is a holy city because when they refer to the Bible and the original the original lands, it's not Memphis and Egypt, it's Memphis in the in the in the Americas. So I take that back. I know why Memphis is the way it is. Never mind. Never mind my question. Louisville said that's a wild state. Never mind my question. I forgot. Memphis is a holy city. Okay. Here we go. You ready? You ready? You're an hour away. Man, listen. Okay, let's get into it. In my hotel room after 12 midnight in downtown Memphis tonight, while in bed, my door opens and someone comes in my room with a dog. Yeah, yeah. The dog begins to bark and lunge at me on his leash. I go ballistic and they run out of my room to their room on my floor. Unbelievable. What are the odds of another guest having a key made to, to your room? 
How, how often does this happen? But okay, let's continue. I go down to the front desk to raise all kind of sand and vehement, vehemently complain. Guess what? No night manager. I have them call and wake the night manager who is home and I go ham on them. Get this. While at the front desk, a fan comes up and introduces herself to me and tells me how much I've missed. I've ministered to her and then offers to repay it by coming to my room. This was a job for security, but there was none. What? I'm sorry. I'm reading this slow because none of this makes sense to me, y'all. And now the noise of the loud music from Beale Street is still going on. Arr. Now I'm sitting up after 1 a.m. posting this concerned that someone else will try to breach my room and privacy in this five-star hotel where everybody knows my name that gives out keys to people liberally. Notoriety has its disadvantages. Good Lord. It could only happen to me. I got to stop traveling alone. Oy vey. Forget this. I'm going to bed. Okay, now there's a whole bunch of things wrong with this statement. First things first, you all know how black folk get. If they got a chance to put the company or the, the business on blast, they will do so. Why didn't Donnie state what hotel this took place in? How many five-star hotels are there in Memphis? I don't think there's a whole lot. Help me out, guys. Help me out. How many five-star hotels are in Memphis? And why did he not put the hotel on blast? That's the first red flag to this story. That's the first red flag. All right. Second red flag for me is the fan. He says, while at the front desk, a fan comes up and introduces herself to me and tells me how much I've ministered to her and then offers to repay it by coming to my room. This was a job for security, but there was none. So, so it's after midnight, you're raising a ruckus at the front desk and the fan comes up. Hey, because you ministered to me, you know, through your ministry and your words and your music, let me repay you by coming to your room. Okay. That's the second red flag, but the biggest red flag, the biggest red flag is, you mean to tell me, okay, how often does this happen to people where the hotel gives the same key card to a completely different occupant to the room that you're in? Has this ever happened to anybody else? I'm not saying it, it can't happen, but what are the odds of someone else, another resident or occupant getting this uh, key card to your room that you're already in. How often does that happen? Has that ever happened to anybody? And once again, how come he didn't say which hotel this was? If you're this upset and you're this bothered, why would he not say which hotel it was? There's five, five star hotels in Memphis. So this has this ever happened to anybody? Okay. Okay. 
So let's continue. He, let's continue with the update. Let's continue with the update. So this has never happened to anybody. And once again, he still won't name the hotel this took place in. So let's continue with this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Which one came? Which one is first? Is it this one? Or is it this one? Okay, here we go. We'll go with this one. We'll go with this one first. We'll go with this one first. Okay, you ready? Once again, a lot of red flags. This story makes no sense, but let's continue. Let's go with the Donnie McClark conversion. He says Memphis update. Over 700,000 people were reached with the story of my hotel stay in Memphis that I posted on Saturday. Over 4,000 of you commented and empathized, sympathized, advised, prayed for, and supported me in this most bizarre occurrence. Seriously bizarre. Oh, you got that right. The bizarre it is. Once again, he does not, he does not name the hotel. Here's what happened in the aftermath. The night went badly and I didn't sleep for fear of whomever invaded my room returning. Now I've been in plenty, 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 plenty hotels. Like I'm, I, you call me a hotel connoisseur. There's usually two locks. You got the deadbolt and then you got the flip, the flip lock, right? So I don't. Once again, y'all help me understand. Um, if normally when you go to hotels, you you lock both, you tr you activate both locks, the the, the 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 bolt lock, and then you swing the arm, right, to prevent anybody. You know, it's like uh, the door brace. You swing that shit. Every every damn near, every hotel door has it. So I'm not understanding why did you not just just. And that would have prevented anybody from trying to get in. Even if they had a key card to your room, no one's getting past that door brace. And you're by yourself. Situational awareness, people. But let's continue. Let's continue. There was no other room to be switched at 1 a.m. And the latch, uh-oh, uh-oh. And the latch on the door, on the room door was broken. So when you first got the room, when you first got the room, you moved your stuff in and then you locked the door and you the latch and you and realized the latch was broken. You didn't go back down to, to, to the front desk and say, hey, my room latch door latch is broken. This is, you know, this could be a possible safety hazard. I am a celebrity. Can you switch me to another room? Right? Yeah. If it makes sense to y'all, then that's. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have a latch, you have the chain. But once again, what this story, this is his version of it. Let's continue. Uh, when 1 a.m. and the latch on the room door was broken. After placing the little refrigerator up against the door, I stayed awake until 9.20 a.m. That's when the manager called my room and gave me her findings after viewing the hotel video that she watched to get answers as to whom it was that entered. It was dun, 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 the manager. It was a manager. 
Let's continue. A new manager who had just moved into the hotel from another city. He was in room 646, a fake number, and I was in room 546. He had taken his dog for a walk after midnight and forgot his room number. Use his master key and he and his dog entered the room. Okay. Okay. Instead of simply staying and stating he made a mistake and talking with me, he grabbed his dog and ran before I can get my pants on and get to the door. Simply, he panicked. Had he just stayed and explained to me that he made a mistake, I would have been relieved and able to sleep and not be in fear of an intruder coming back. I again went ballistic. Now here's the show of integrity. Once again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. I'm not buying it, Donnie. I'm not buying it, Donnie. Donnie, Donnie boy, you got to do better than this. You got to do better than this, Donnie. Donnie, you got to do better than this. Donnie, you're not fooling anybody. Donnie, you're not fooling anybody. Okay, Donnie. Let me see. Yeah, I might as well be one of those creepy. You know, you have something crying up, and they're trying to. Really trying to click requirements. Okay, Hello Fresh is working my nerves with this ad shit. Uh, okay, I get it. I get it. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going through ads. People all of a sudden want me to do ads for them. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. <sighs> okay, so then we get to part two of this, which is this part. Okay. I, he continues, I have never seen such integrity and accountability in a hotel. Once again, he f- refuses to name the hotel, but this is a five-star hotel. Now, if they, okay, let's just, let's just keep going. Uh, the management and attendance claimed absolute culpability and took total ownership of the wrong without making one excuse. She, the manager apologized profusely. Get this. She KM that I guess was her initials said, I saw your post that you put on Facebook and I am so sorry this, that this happened, which had reached over 600,000 people at the time in only seven hours. I purposefully did not post the name of the hotel. Why not? So as not to harm their image. I'm glad I didn't because they showed wholehearted respect and rectified it. True hotel customer service. What? So they made, they made right by you. So you're not going to give them a shout out. They did right by you. So why would you not give them a shot? Oh, you know what? Let's continue. The manager who entered the room, I guess their initials are NK, called and profusely apologized without being coerced. He even came up to me in the lobby to apologize face to face, owned it, and was so genuine in his apology integrity. They, com- they comp my entire stay, moved me to the presidential suite, 
and gave me an extra night for free as well. I'm sending flowers tomorrow. That's how Memphis treated me. Yeah, exactly, sis. Why even mention? Why you go through all this? Why, why, why you go through all this? So you don't want to give the manager her props, her kudos. You don't want to give the staff their props and kudos. So you don't mention the hotel at all. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's continue. Seems as if all of Memphis rose up, and I truly appreciate that. Memphis treated me wonderfully. It wasn't a slight against Memphis. If anything, it was a show of the real love in Memphis. The people loved me, loved on me in the streets, restaurants. Shout out to Piccadilly's, BB King's, the greatest music and bands. The BB King All-Star Band Slam, the Hotel Brown Baptist, Pastor and Lady O.R. or Lady uh, and Lady Orr. Bishop Brandon Porter, Jerome Chisholm, Memphis is wonderful. Just wanted to bring you all up to date. Some of you already know what hotel it was. No, nigga, I don't know. But after such wonderful service and heartfelt love shown, I will be back. Thank you all for caring and commenting. All right, now here comes the bull. Shite. Now, somebody had a theory. Somebody had a theory. Somebody had a theory. The pastor at Brown Baptist looks moist. Uh-oh. Okay, hi, Chief. I'm going to take you up on that. Let's go look up. Let's go look this up. Brown Baptist Church. Memphis. Oh, shit. Memphis. Pastor, let's see how moist he looks. Our senior pastor, Brown Missionary Baptist Church. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. He looks a little. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all don't know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Y'all not seeing it. My bad. My bad. Here we go. This is the pastor of the uh, Brown Missionary Baptist Church. Dr. Bartholomew Orr is the senior pastor of Brown Missionary Baptist Church. Pastor Orr has served in this capacity since January 25, 1989. Pastor Orr works diligently to ensure that Brown maintains a family-like atmosphere. He is accessible to every member of his congregation and every member takes pride in receiving a yearly birthday call from their pastor. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Pastor Orr received his doctorate degree in ministry from Union University. He has always used his passion for education to train and empower other ministers. Pastor Orr is married to his lovely wife, Valerie, his best friend of over 30 years. They have been blessed with four sons, Bartholomew II, Valiant, Bates, Bradford, and Brandon. So, Bates, is that why? You know what? Never mind. So, this is Pastor Bartholomew, y'all. Okay, this the one High Chief said looks a little sus. Looks a little sus. Looks a little so, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm just here uh, reporting what needs to be reported on. 
I'm just okay, okay, okay. Is that you, Bartholomew? Trying to be all, all jiggy with it. Oh, okay. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> all right. Okay. Now, let's do this because people have theories on what really took place. People have theories on what took place with the man and the dog. And once again, I'm going to need you black folk to stop acting like black folk don't engage in bestiality because you do. Okay. Okay. Connie McClurkin. Oh, let's see what they talking about. Let's see what they say about a murder. Uh-oh. Milagro. See, you know, got Milagro into this. Lord have mercy. Don't let we, Milagro leave it alone, sis. They said, we fall down, but we get up. He's doing a lot of explaining about something no one <laughs> asked about or really needed to know, in my opinion. I don't know. He's making that Anon story a believable. <laughs> oh. The fan theories sound far-fetched, but Donnie's Facebook posts do seem like a cover-up. I knew an industry escort, and they told me when they were younger, they were a dancer, mainly ballet. They have a story on him and Eddie Long. Okay. Who would bring an emotional support dog into a damn hookup? Lord, him. Oh, no, no. Why y'all doing this? Why y'all doing this? Why? He never beaten them gay allegations. This does seem odd all around. Something ain't clean in the buttermilk. That's a lot of information. It really is. It really is awful lot of ex explanation for somebody who didn't do anything wrong. The accuser story doesn't even sound believable, but child, this is hilarious. I can't with y'all today. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Yeah, if you believe this man has beaten the, the, the sin of gayness, <laughs> If you believe this man has beaten back the spirit of gayness, I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. Uh, if you believe this man beat the sin of gayness, God bless you. God bless you. Okay. So let's get to one theory that I, I thought was very, that seemed very plausible. Okay. Let's do this. Where is it at? Uh-oh, uh-oh, Amber, thank you for the 10 on the super chat. What'd you say? What'd you say? Uh, fifth war, fifth war's finest journalism and Memphis Red Bottoms fun. Thank you, darling. Sin of gayness. <laughs> I'm just saying, what are you going? What are you going to call it? <laughs> he been delivered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he love women's now. See, see. We're not gonna do this. Did she try to? Did she try to fix the lock while thanking him? See, here we go. I'm not. I'm not playing with y'all. Here we go. Here's the theory. Here's the theory that's getting a lot of traction. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, that's passed. Let's get into this one. Cause the Anon story. We're gonna. We're gonna. Re, we're gonna visit the Anon story. Okay. So this happened and happened. Okay. Now. Here we go. Okay, 
Take it with a grain of salt. Okay, this is the Anon. The Anon hookup was 2022. You know what? Let's look that up. Let's look it up. Tony McClurkin. I'll tell y'all about y'all, y'all gospel folks. Tony McClurkin, Anon story. Mm, 2022 2022 mm, okay wait 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 let's do this mm, no 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 it's not giving me that somebody knows that story Somebody knows the story from 2022. Let me check. Let me check in the uh, comments. Somebody, somebody heard that story. Somebody heard the story from 2022. I got to find it though. Let me find it. Let me find it. Okay. Um, let me see. Okay. Allegations. Uh, no, that's not it. That's not it. Nope, that's not it. Fudge. Damn it. Okay. Let's go back to Twitter. Let's see if I can find it on Twitter. Damn it, I know somebody knows that story. Hang on. Damn it. Mm. Okay, let's do this. I'm looking for the one from 2022. This is not, this is not it. 2022. Nope. All right, I can't find it. So let's go back to what old girl was saying. I assume it was a woman. All right, so this is what happened. Well, once again, this is all, take it with a grain of salt. This is all fiction, theory, conjecture, speculation, assumption, allegation, all that good stuff. Okay, let's go. Speaking of Miss Donnie, he calls her Miss Donnie. Got caught this past 2022 holiday in what I think allegedly was an Anon hookup gone wrong. Okay, now this goes with the story. Apparently, Donnie tried to beat the story and go on social media and say the hotel. Oh, this is with the hotel thing. Okay, 
and say the hotel manager accidentally walked into his room with a dog, but some of his followers questioned him and wasn't buying his story. Now, this is all where the, the theory comes in. Okay, theory goes, I can't, I, I think allegedly he was on Grindr looking for Anon hookups because he don't want to show his, he don't want to show face because he's Donnie McClurkin and some crazy dude brought their emotional support dog with them to the hotel without telling Miss Donnie and she was tooted and booted ass up with the door unlocked waiting to get them cake smashed and when a man with the dog came in, Miss Donnie caused a scene and had to run to social media to lie about it before the truth came out. That's just my observation. Hmm. Hmm. Oh shit. My bad. Screen black. My bad. My bad. My bad. Here we go. Run it back. My bad. God damn it. Okay. There we go. There we go. Okay. I'll run it back again. Hold on. Run it back. Now this is all theory, conjecture, speculation, assumption, allegation, um, speculation, fiction. Okay. Once again, this person uh, theorizes, speaking of Miss Donnie McClurkin, got caught this past 2022 holiday in what I think allegedly was an Anon hookup going wrong. Apparently, Donnie tried to beat the story and go on social media and say the hotel manager accidentally walked into his room with a dog, but some of his followers questioned him and wasn't buying his story. Okay, the theory goes, I think allegedly he was on Grinder looking for Anon hookups because he don't want to show face because he's Donnie McClurkin. And some crazy dude brought their emotional support dog with them to the hotel room without telling Miss Donnie. And she, she was tooted and booted ass up with the door unlocked, waiting to get them cake smashed. And when a man with a dog came in, Miss Donnie caused a scene and had to run to social media to lie about it before the truth came out. That's just my observation, though. Okay. This is very, very plausible. This is very, very plausible. <sighs> okay, this is very, very plausible. Uh, let me see. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, you know, the dog things. I and mean, once again, this is all speculating, but let's please stop acting like our people aren't into these things. Okay. Oh Lord, Lord, Ariane, I can't with you tonight. I'm not going to do this with you tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you tonight. All right. Let's move on. Yeah, he said himself he had no... Well, I mean, listen, no one sleeps with pants on, right? But once again, once he discovered his latch was broken, he should have told front front uh, customer service front desk and got that rectified. That doesn't... None of this makes sense to me. So I'm not... I'm not... I'm not believing his story all the way because it's, it's, it's suspect as hell. But anywho... Okay, let's move on to our next story. Let's see what I want to do, what I want to do. Move the trash. Okay, Omega Sci-Fi has come, come out and spoke against the officers, the three officers that were, you know, that were members of their uh, incorporation. 
Okay. So let's see what Omega Sci-Fi had to say. The first one? Nope. Here you go. All right. So, a statement on Mr. Tyree Nichols from Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity, Inc. This came out January 29th, which I don't know why we're just not catching this. We were like three days ago, two days ago. Okay, whatever. What we all saw on the news a couple nights ago about the conduct of law enforcement officers leading to the untimely and tragic death of Mr. Tyree Nichols is unacceptable. Tyree should have made it home safely and unharmed with an opportunity to skateboard again. We expect law enforcement officers to protect life and serve our communities with the highest regard for safety and humanity. Once again, that's a lie. The police are not here to protect and serve the dignity and quality of life. They're here to enforce policy and commerce. That's it. That's all. That's per the Supreme Court. But let's, that's neither here nor there. Let's go. Unfortunately, what we witness of the violent behavior of the accused now former officers is the complete opposite. Continue on the next page. And it continues to say, as we all travel this road of grief and mourn with Tyree's family, let there be no doubt of our resolve concerning holding all public service officials accountable for their actions. And in particular, holding these accused former officers accountable for their actions. We condemn their actions in the strongest possible way and call on our elected officials to immediately institute measures to put an end to the senseless killing of citizens in our communities by law enforcement officials. We extend our heartfelt and earnest sympathies to the families and friends of Mr. Nichols and pray for the entire Memphis community. May God give us all strength and comfort during these times. Okay. So they're not, they're still members. So I kept hearing people say, well, Omega sci-fi rescinded their membership. And I'm like, well, just off that statement, uh, they're still members. Right. So off that statement, they're still members. What is this? And this is their, uh, yeah, this is the website. So I don't see any punishment. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, let's get, okay, this is uploaded. This is brand new. Okay, January 31st. Okay, let's continue. Let's see what it says. A few days ago, on behalf of Mega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, we joined with all other caring, thoughtful, decent, and fair-minded people in America and around the world in extending our deepest sympathy uh, to the family of Tyree Nichols. We have since learned that three of the former Memphis police officers involved in the horrific incident were members of our organization. That is devastating. Okay, here they go. They're revoking it. Okay, here we go. Effective immediately, the fraternity has revoked the membership of the three former Memphis police officers and all related privileges they may have enjoyed as members of our fraternity. I stand corrected. Okay. As we did in our earlier statement, we strongly condemn the conduct of the former Memphis police officers involved in the incident, including the three former members of our organization. The brutality shown in the video not only violated our moral sensibilities, but also transgressed our fraternal and established code of conduct. We have the utmost confidence in the judicial process and fervently pray that the Nichols family will attain justice. The efforts of our members to foster positive change and to make a profound difference throughout the Memphis community and beyond have been meaningful and tangible. The men of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated will continue to do the critically needed 
work to make a transformational difference in the communities in which they work and live. Thousands of dedicated men of the fraternity are change makers in fields like the arts, academia, athletics, entertainment, business, civil rights, education, government, and the sciences in local communities at the national level and around the world. The men of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated are truly defined by the visions and core standards established by our founders, blah, 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 blah. Signed, Ricky Lewis. Okay, now I have a question. I have a question for everybody. Whether you are a, a frat or non-frat, soror or non-soror, I have a question. And it's really been, and I've, I've been meaning to ask it, but I keep forgetting to ask. Okay. For everybody that, um, hey, there you are. Okay. All right. So let me ask everybody that's, that's crossed the burning sands and, and those that have not or chose not to, um, Corlock, thank you for the 10 on the cash app. bro. appreciate it. Tiff, thank you for the 20 on the cash app. Uh, you say for the lives be on fire. I, I humbly thank you. I try. All right, so I have a serious question. So can somebody explain to me what does the hazing process, what does that do? Why? 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 Okay. Can somebody legitimately, concisely explain to me what is the purpose of hazing when trying to get into a black fraternity. Now we know the white boys have their own w- versions of it, doing things differently, but why, 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 why do black people feel the need to want to beat you and brand you and humiliate you? Is this the military was, uh, let me guess it's to break you down, to build you up. So I have a story. Let me tell a story. My freshman year, Right. My freshman year, it was it's a it was a private college. It was a Christian college and um, there wasn't a lot of us there. Right. It was a I don't even know what the what the student population was, but it wasn't a lot of us there. But we all pretty much hung together. Didn't matter what upper class you were and whatever the case may be. So before um, the recruiting began we all pretty much hung together because it was like us and everybody else okay and the majority of the guys I, I people I hung with they were cappers right and they played their football players okay one guy was a basketball player but the majority of them of the group were football players and they were all cappers and it came down to recruiting and they were like who are you going you know who are you going who are you going to pledge 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 and so in my dorm, there was this, uh, there was a bunch of frat guys, white dudes, Delta, Delta Upsilon was in the majority of my dorm. And when I wasn't in the cafeteria on my way to class, hanging with the, with the, with the, with my black folks, I was in the dorms hanging with the white folks. So I'm getting a good mixture of everybody, right? I'm getting a good mixture you know, um, <laughs> the white boys, <laughs> I, I got introduced to Pantera. I, I went mudding, 
Uh, you know, I, I went hunting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the white dudes like it's like, you know, like, yo, just come, just come, just come hang out with us, whatever. And you know, and I'm and one guy, two of the guys, they do comics for uh they do comics. One does one works for Marvel now. He works for Marvel. The other one works for Oh, what's the other the, the major comic? I forget, man. Not Valiant. What's the other one? Okay, anywho, they were art students. They were art majors, and you you just knew, like the names are Chris and Clint. Chris and shout out to Chris and Clint. They were long haired punk rock dudes. I never heard of Pantera. I was like, oh shit, Cowboys from Hell. What is this? Um, they had one brother that was that was you know now it was debatable that he if he was a token member whatever his name was Orlando he was a cool just humble type of dude he wasn't a rah-rah dude whatever the case may be so I'm going somewhere with this story just bear with me all right so I'm getting both slices of life it's coming down to pledge week everybody's like okay so what's everybody pledging what's everybody pledging so one night I go to the Kappa house now one I'm not you know we're just everybody's getting a feel for everybody and now, now mind you Freshman year, I am, I'm five five, one thirty, because I wrestled at one hundred three, and I moved up to one thirty five. So I was five five about a one a buck thirty. I'm a little dude. I mean, I'm, I got a little sad, but I'm a little dude compared to all these guys, right? So we at the Kappa House, and um, it's like one of those. The one dude had a he had a Hyundai. Okay, it's just out of it's it's straight out of boys boys uh, boys in the hood. So the one dude he from Jersey. Two dudes two dudes from Jersey. Like one dude was mixed. One dude's Puerto Rican. They were pledging cap, but they were on the football team, so they already kind of cool with the older guys that were on the team. So he drive he has his Hyundai. It's kitted out, blacked out, six speed, five speed. And I'm walking one day and they pull up on me like, yo, get in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Mind you, <laughs> you know, you know, it's just, it's just like they put loud music and shit. And he's cause the dude was from Florida and they roll down the window and said, yo, Hey, Sly, get in. I'm like, oh, okay. I get in, we go to the Kappa house. Um, <laughs> I pretty much knew who the brothers, who the, 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 the senior members were and whatever. And they're kind of giving us tidbits, what to expect and all this and extra shit. So they all, everybody's drinking. I'm like, I don't drink. So the one dude, I think his name was Stefan. What's his name? Stefan. Stefan's like, yo, what is this book? So that's the book of knowledge. So if you're a cat, but you know what I'm talking about. So yo, 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 my man's like, yo, yo, what is this book? He's like, yo, that's the, that's the book of knowledge. Now, mind you, the book of knowledge is this big, f- stupid, thick ass. I don't know what's bigger than an encyclopedia. What is bigger? It's this. It's literally like this. And it's wrapped with duct tape. OK, it's wrapped with duct tape. And it's wrapped with duct, gray duct tape. <laughs> it says book of knowledge. <laughs> it has the diamond and the rabbit in the middle. He says, okay, okay, what, why is it all, what, what's the book of knowledge for? What's it all taped up for? What, what, what? Now, mind you, you know, he's, 
we're all freshmen at this point, but you know, he's he's football player, like he's six, six two, two thirty, two forty. These are big these are big kids. And so the older dude, I don't I don't say names like that, but but they're all cool. Like I have no I had no issues with none of them. I, I to this day, like if I ever saw him, it'd be all love, but Huggy, okay, he was a senior. Huggy was a senior. Huggy, 6'4", 260. These guys were D-linemen. These guys were D-linemen. And because um, I remember we had a foot race. It was between me and Huggy. And Huggy kind of walked me down. <laughs> He's like, damn, you slow. Sly, I thought you'd be quicker than that. I'm like, well, shit, nigga. Uh, <laughs> but anywho, he, and Stefan's like, yo, I wa- okay, what's, those, what's so special about the book of knowledge? He, and Huggy tells him, okay, well, get on all fours. Mind you, everybody's been drinking. I'm just sitting there watching this shit, and I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I just had a bad feeling, right? I just had a bad feeling. And uh, he, he tells me, okay, get on all fours. He's like, oh, okay, okay. He's, all, he's down on all fours. Nigga, if he didn't take that book, if Huggy didn't take that book, Huggy, once again, 6'4", 240, on a good day, and raised that book behind his head, and 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 brought that book down on Stefan's back. That's the moment I said, "I'm not pledging no black frat." That's the moment I said. So you mean to tell me, I survived all the bull? I survived the crack era. I survived the violence that came with the crack era to go to college to get my ass beat by people that looked like me. That was the one for me. I said, fuck a fraternity, a black one at that. (laughs) Fuck that. You can have that shit. Peace out. He hit Stefan in the back with that book. Stefan broke down. Like, oh, shit. He's just back. His, his back just was like, ah. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, hell no. I survived the crack era to go to college. How many? A thousand miles from home. Well, now it's not that thousand miles, but I'm exaggerating. But this is like six hour drive from, from home. To get my ass beat by people that look like me, so you can deem me worthy enough to be called your brother. No diss to any of y'all that crossed the burning sands. Sly ain't going. Okay. So then comes Pledge Week. Oh, 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 okay. okay. So then, then they're kind of like giving us the rundown because they pretty much figured we were all going to pledge, right? They're giving us the rundown. Um, they give us the rundown. Matter of fact, they gave us like a week to prep, right? They gave us a mock week to prep for Pledge Week for what it would be like being on the line. They gave us a week to, to kind of have the experience. They didn't have to. I think it was against the rules, to be honest with you, but it was only so many of us blacks. So we're already a close-knit 
like that anyway. Um, so they gave us the rundown. You had the rock and the brain at the ends of the lines. The rock was the biggest one. The brain was usually the smartest one, but the brain was in charge of everybody knowing the fraternity history. Okay. I'm telling secrets. Okay. I'm telling noob secrets. Fact. I dare you to fact check me. Anywho, the rock and the brain, the, the brain is in charge of the line Knowing the history for everybody, learning everybody has to learn the history. So the smart guy has to make sure everybody knows the history. The rock at the end takes the brunt of the punishment if the line fails in anything. Okay. Now they all get their ass beat, but the rock takes the brunt of the punishment if the line fails for whatever reason. Okay. And um, <laughs> so they gave us like a mock hell week. I'm being I'm being woke up at two, three in the morning. I'm told to do scavenger hunts in garbage dumpsters out in the woods. Meanwhile, when I go back to my dorm, the white boys is like, hey, bro, are you are, are you do you need anything? Are you OK? Are you cool? Are you, do you need anything, bro? Matter of fact, come hang out with us. I, true story. Um, the guys from Delta Upsilon, we went out and there was a rival frat. Was it, was it, oh, it I know it was black and white and it was something Omega, but he was a white, there's a white frat, white frat. So white frat had beef with, the white frat that I'm cool with, the Delta Upsilon, was it Omega Kyo Kyo Omega? Oh, I don't know. So the one white boy out of the out of the that white frat, his name was CJ. He was a rich kid, spoiled kid, and for whatever reason he didn't like me. Don't know why. I never had words with the dude. None of that shit. Okay. And I don't know. He one day he bumped into me or some shit, and I'm just like. I don't know what the fuck, fuck your prop. They got survived the crack era. So I don't give a fuck what you talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't, this, I don't, I don't give a fuck about all that shit. And, um, and then one chick, her name was Megan. Megan worked in the office, but you know, she's a super brainiac chick, whatever, white chick, whatever. And she was like my hostess when I was recruited. And she was like, oh, my God, you're here. You came, blah, blah, blah. We, got, we all got caught up, whatever, and caught up. On, and, and she, you know, she was like, oh, my God, you need him to take my number and whatever you need. We'll go hang out, whatever, whatever the case. She was cool. Her name was Megan. Man, it's a long-winded story, but I'm going somewhere with this shit. And she saw the interaction between me and CJ. And she's like, hey, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but you be careful. You know, his family, got money. You know, he's a Golden Gloves boxer. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck all that boxing shit, because if I get you on this ground, nigga, it's, it lights out. Now, mind you, I'm a two-sport athlete, <laughs> wrestling and tennis, okay? I'll eat a punch just to get you on the ground. Purposely eat a punch just to get you on the ground. And he's literally my height. But he's a little stocky little white boy, stocky white dude, right? But he was a senior. The crazy part, he's a senior. All right. All right, let me get this super chat. Let me get this super chat. Let me get this super chat. <laughs> I said something in the chat. Damn, you spilling guts. What? <laughs> Wait. 
I'm just I'm I'm giving y'all my history with with black fraternities or just fraternities in general. All right. So Delta Upsilon, we all go out. We go out to this bar. Sure enough, CJ and his his crew at the same fucking bar. And I don't know what happened. Well, all I know is I'm nose to nose with, with CJ. And then I'm looking at his people behind him. And here come De- Delta Upsilon. It's like, hey, you're not going to touch this dude. <laughs> like, we can, you know, we can get it in if you want. And I'm sitting here like, wow, okay. Because I figured it's like going to be 106. I'm going to get my ass with I'm going to get one of these motherfuckers, right? I didn't, I didn't think they are going to, you know, stick up for me like the way they did. So they had my back. And not, now, mind you, they had some big-ass country boys, too. Um, one big-ass country boy named Roy. He had a Mustang, and he was always driving crazy and shit. He was cool as shit. Like, the majority of them like country boys, but their daddies were farmers, stupid money, ranches, cattle, all this extra shit. So I'm in the right networking places to be, whatever. But they, they stuck up for me, and it's like, yo, if you ever have any problems, and then later on, like a couple of days later, their chapter president, had a war with their chapter president over me, right? So as a freshman, I'm conflicted. I'm like, wait a minute. This, and now I, I know I'm not the only person that has gone through this, 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 this dichotomy, right? So I got the white folk that's cool with me, right? Don't want shit from me, right? Like legitimate cool with me. And, and and I look at the black folk, the black frat, like y'all over here whooping each other. Y'all beating the fuck out of, why? You making me go through garbage dumpsters. Who do you think I, who the fuck do you think I'm going to pledge? Come pledge week. Who, who do you think I'm pledging during pledge week? And let me set a pledge week for y'all. Said so pledge week is awesome. So when you when you choose you choose your, your frat, it's it's an awesome experience. I'm so glad I had a chance to just to go to college, go away to school to experience these things. I listen to these guys and that content. I'm like, y'all missed out on so much. On so much. It doesn't matter if you dropped out or not, but just to be able to go away and get around a different societal structure, class of people, different mindsets, different experiences. I this shit will I take this shit to me with my to my grave. You understand? Like, I take this shit to me with my grave. Like, wow, yeah, I remember that. Okay, I'm setting up pledge week. <laughs> I'm setting up pledge week. And so, of course, the cap was like, yo, you're going to pledge, right? You're going to pledge, right? And I'm like, hey, you know, hey, you know, hey, hey, I'm just like, I, I started distancing myself from those guys, right? And I started hanging with the non-fraternal blacks. Okay, so there was Stephanie and Kimberly and Terry. Terry, Terry, nicknamed Brian. He, Terry was from Terry was from Ocala, Florida, right? First dude I ever met from Florida. Well, he was from Ocala, but he played. He was on a football team, but he was non fraternal. So I would hang with them. Uh, uh, Deanna, Deanna, she was non frat, and and James. He ended up being my my. Uh, my roommate, he was a junior at the time, but the next follow my sophomore year, he was my roommate. But James, James from St. Louis. All right, shout out to James. So I began hanging with them and less with the football players that, that's going to pledge and the, the cap is per, per se. 
And uh, so Pledge Week happens. So Pledge Week is this. So all the frats, there's this, the, the hall, and there's this, this uh, building, and there's these steps, and there's this trampoline, okay? And um, so what happens is whatever fraternity is going to have their pledges come pledged. So how you let them know is you basically run, you, you run to the back of the building, you run down the hall, you jump on this trampoline, and you jump into the arms of the frat you chose, and they catch you. Okay, nigga, I'm like, what? And so I'm sitting there watching this shit, and everybody's running and jumping into the arms of the other of the frat brother, nigga, catching them, nigga. Oh my god, this is awesome. What the fuck is this shit? Right? Everybody goes through this. Black, white didn't matter. If you were a fraternity on that campus, it was it, it was your turn to to catch your your pledges, your pledges, whatever. You catch they they get caught. You give them a T-shirt, a pledge T-shirt, and you got to wear that shit for. So, sure enough, I do my jump. I jump with the goddamn white boys. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I jumped with Delta Upsilon. I sure did. Call me a coon. Call me a coon. I did that. I ran and I jumped. Look, we got you, bro. I jumped with the white boys. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. And by that time, they already knew. I was like, I'm good. Like, I saw too much. I saw too much. Once again, I survived the crack era. To come to school. To get my ass whooped. By people that look like me. So I can have the privilege. Of you calling me brother. No. Sorry. I couldn't justify it. I couldn't justify it. Nope. I jumped with the white boys. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. Now, the following year, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> following, I mean, shout, shout out to Delta, Delta Upsilon, but they, you know, after a year, I was like, hmm, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a conformist to that, to that, to that extent. Like, I, I realized sophomore year, I was like, I don't need this shit. I'm good. Like, I've always been like on my own. I don't need to be with a crew. If it's, a, if it's with a crew, it's a crew because it's, it's sports related, some shit like that, you know. But um, so I, I, I d. I, I, I de-pledged, well, I, whatever the term you call it, when you, you know, I dropped out, whatever the case may be. So, like, for a year, I was Delta Upsilon. But, you know, and I understood, like, part of it was, okay, you needed a token because Orlando was leaving. He was going to he was gonna be a senior. He was already a senior. And he was going to leave, so they kind of needed, needed a black dude to, to kind of, you know, which I, under, I, get, I get the politics. That's, I have no issue. I understand the politics. But once again, you giving my options were this. I had three options. I I I don't pledge at all, or I pledge with the Kappas and get my ass whooped for six weeks, 
or I'd be over here with the white boys and I, I know what the game is. But then I'm like, okay, but now I'm getting next to the money people, right? I'm getting next to the connections where I, I can, if I decide to drop out of school, I know what they daddies do for a living. Okay. So take it for how you want. I know people are going to be like, oh, you fucking cool. I'll be whatever the fuck you want me to be. I'll be, I'll be your Huckleberry. Sorry. Kappa Alpha Psi. You are not going to be beating on Sly for, for a goddamn rabbit. Nah. No diss to anybody that's in the frat or in the Sorar. I just wasn't going to, I wasn't going to go like that. That's what you're not going to do to me. So, um, and yeah, so sophomore year, I de-pledged. I said, you know, I'm good. I'll, I'll be, I'll be by myself, whatever case. I don't, I don't. And, uh, that's what ended up happening. Then like, I think I dropped out. I, uh, second semester. I was like, I'm good with school. So that's my little, that's my little fraternity story. Let me get to these. Uh, let me get to these motherfucking super chats. Let me get to these super chats. Forgive me. Macbone. All right, Sly, you're going to play it to the white one. What? Uh, thank you again for the uh, Iron Five. Thank you for the five on the super chat. Yeah, my first turning in the year, it was a nigga five, nigga. See, oh, oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> so, you know, that that's my frat story. That's my frat story. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the band players down there and the HBCUs, a couple of them died from hazing. I just never understood. Once again, somebody please explain to me if you can. I made a bit. I sure did. Please explain to me the significance of getting my ass whooped for six weeks. If I wanted to get my ass whooped, I go to the military. I'll get more out of the military than I would a fraternity. Okay, I, I'd expect that out of the military the Marines, the army, not, but not because no, you know, if I'm wrong, tell me, uh, let me know if I'm wrong or I, you know, damn, did I miss a super chat? Okay. My bad little girl. I got you. I got you mama. Okay. I said something in the chat. Damn. You split. Did you, did I catch this? All right. No matter. Whatever. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. So for those that, you know, you know what I'm talking about when I'm, I, I, you know, I'm saying that shit online. So, all right, all right. Okay, I'm all caught up. Sorry for deviating, but the the whole fraternity thing—it's just kind of like, it's a love hate thing for me and maybe had I not seen what I saw early before pledge week I might have had a different exp I don't know because like now because like I said I, I'd, have, I'd have dropped off any fucking well, I like now nah, you're not gonna be beating my ass like when I saw him hit the hit him with that book what I, what I look like getting hit with a book literally this thick like I'm not exaggerating it's this thick and it's wrapped in duct tape what I look like with a 6'4 nigga hit me across my back. 
for a book this thick? You know, I'm here on scholarship just like you. I'm an athlete just like you. You trying to fuck me up so I can't play? No. 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 So I really have a love-hate thing with this fraternity shit. And I hate to say it, but God damn it. Yeah, white folk going to treat you. <laughs> it seems to me white folk treat you a little bit nicer. But there's politics involved. I'd rather deal with the politics than get my ass whooped by my own people. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right. So, all right, let me. Yeah, that went left. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's get into something a little more lighthearted, shall we? That, that, yeah, that, that was a Debbie Downer to a certain extent. But, yo, like I said, I'm so glad. I had a chance to go away to school at, you know, at the age of 18, whatever, you know, like once again, I listened to these dudes that never left, that never had a chance to, they missed out. Even if you don't graduate, just going for two years, man, going, I mean, going away. I don't mean no JUCO shit, no community college shit. I mean, go away. You're on a, you're in a dorm, this big ass campus and you're running across campus to, to class. You know, you're in a class full of 400 people, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I wouldn't trade that shit for anybody. And I listen to these dudes. I'm like, I feel sorry for y'all. Y'all never had these life experiences. This is why I, I can, I will never understand or empathize with a majority of these dudes and their talking points. Y'all missed out. Who, I don't know who to blame. Your parents, your fault. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Martina said, don't touch me. Martina said, "Don't touch me." You know, and 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 the, and the sororities are at ten times worse. They do all the sex games and shit. Oh my god, sisters do sisters do sisters so bad. AKAs do do them so bad. Six Sigma Gamma Rose do them so bad. Lord have mercy. D- D- Deltas do them so bad. Y'all be sexing these women out and turning them lesbian and shit, making them do uh um. Orgies and train having trains run on them by the so because so every so for for those that don't understand the divine nine so every frat has a sister frat so I I forget who's Omega's sister frat and vice versa and yeah they would they would have the brother frat come through and and smut these smut the pledges out man he's eating pussy and sucking dick and getting pissed and shit and ah come on man like I, y'all black people man. Black people. Black people. This ain't it. This ain't no damn white supremacy. It's black people. You know? And once again, I'm not here to tell you not to join. If you get some out of it, that's great. If your end goal is trying to get to those people, I would just rather circumvent and go around that and to go, you know, and make inroads into them directly. But I mean, I know a lot of people that that cross the burning sand. Shout out to them. Y'all have a certain type of resolve that I don't have, and I'm okay with that. You guys have a certain resolve that I don't have, and I'm okay with that. Okay? For a lot of those dudes that don't try to get to the next them people, I didn't have to do none of that. (laughs) 
I just circumvented all that and saved myself an ass whooping at the same time. But, um, yeah, so, <laughs> oh, Lord, my aunt had to eat dog food to pledge. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Yeah, that's black folk doing each other like that. That's not the white man. All right. Okay. Let's move on. What is this? I'll save that for later. Let me move these to trash. Let me move these to trash. Is this? Oh, here's um, your new diagnosis. Your, your new diagnosis is moving forward. Um, for This is how they're going to track you. Okay. This is how they're going to, con- to track you. So for those that survived, for, for, for us that have survived and we're not dying suddenly, you knew they were going to implement some way of tracking us. You just knew it, it was coming. So here's from the CDC. This is how they're going to track those that, that didn't take it. Okay. Backbone, thank you again for the five on the super chat. One of, the, one, of the, one of my best life experiences in my high school youth. Arkansas Governor's School, 1987, instrumental music. Damn, you done told your age, 1987, bruh. <laughs> third, third Ward, what the hell is going on over there with them dude? What, what, bruh, wait, Third Ward, stay there. Because I want you to call in, explain to me what the hell is going on between Sexy Red, Cuda, and Sheep Stay Sleep. I, I need you to clarify for me, but give me five minutes before I have you, before I have you call in. Um, so this is the new tracking statuses. So when you go to your doctor, nurse, or healthcare provider, whatever, they're going to, after April, April 1st, don't, don't let the, the date fool you. That is legit. It is going to happen come April 1st. I know some of y'all are like, it's April 1st for April Fool's. No, this is for real. This is for real. This will be the new description moving forward. Please don't let that date fool you. Do not let that date fool you. It is coming. It is coming. All right. All right. So here's the the the, the statuses they're going to have you under. All right. These are the codes. Okay. This is how they're going to track you for those that didn't take it or have not or that have yet to take it. All right. But like I said, don't let that date fool you. The the date is legit. All right. Okay. That's the first thing. Let me move that to trash. Um, what is this? I want to pick up what I want to pick up. You know what? Let's do this. Um. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let me turn on my Bluetooth real quick. Hold on. Let me turn on Bluetooth. Corlock, thank you for the turn on the cash yeah, bro. All right, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Give me a minute. Hold up. Let me find it. Bluetooth. 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 
today. Okay. All right. All right. Phone line is open for one person, not named Mac Bone. Okay. Only one person I want to call in. That is my man, Third Ward, a.k.a. Suavemente, okay, a.k.a. Big Poppy Moving Bricks out of Cuba. Okay. <laughs> a.k.a. Big Poppy Moving Bricks out of Cuba. Because I need him to explain to me what the hell is going on down the street. All right. Um, let me get up in these comments. Let me get up in these comments. Oh yeah, that hey, that's a good look. Hey, I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Yeah, get the get the uh get it while you can. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh oh. Wait, wait, wait. I'm on event ready to leave Thursday. Got a notice. What? Wait, Martina, where we, where will you go? Where you where are you gonna go? Child, sis, you know he did. You know he did. You know he did. It's, yo, listen, t- man, black YouTube, best content ever. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Um, Let me see. Okay, while I'm doing that, let's do this. Let's look up Steph Curry. They don't want y'all living next to them. Everybody's talking about it. I might as well, too. Steph Curry said he don't want y'all living next to him. <laughs> this, is, this is the email he wrote. He said um, he wrote to the mayor, Mayor Widmer, city manager Rodericks, as Atherton residents, specifically Selby Lane, we have been following along with the housing element updates with special interest in the 23 Oakwood property. We were pleased when the D- December meeting concluded with leaving multifamily housing off of private properties. And the council's recognition that 23 Oakwood does not contribute to the very low or low income numbers required by the state. They don't want you poor people next to them. Okay, this is how you know um, that liberalism shit when it comes to money is a joke, right? Social equality and all that good stuff is a joke. These people don't want you next to them. It sounds good on paper, on, on, on TV it looks good, but they don't want you next to them. Let's continue. We hesitate to add to the not in our backyard literally rhetoric but we wanted to send a note before today's meeting safety and privacy for us and our kids continues to be our top priority. And one of the biggest reasons we chose Atherton as home uh, with the high, with the density being proposed for 23 Oakwood, there are major concerns in terms of both privacy and safety with three story townhomes being directly behind us. Three story townhomes. Is not good enough for them. They don't want you near them. Okay. What, what, what's the saying go around blacks? Never relax. Let's continue. We kindly ask that the town adopts the new housing element without the inclusion of 23 Oakwood. Should that not be sufficient for the state? We ask that the town commits to investing in consider- considerably 
taller fencing and landscaping to block sight lines onto our family's property. Okay. They don't want you. Not only they don't want you near them. They don't want you to be able to see their house. <laughs> they don't want you to see their house. Okay. All right. They don't want you near them. They don't want you near them. Okay. Yeah, and that's what they asked for. If they couldn't get it denied altogether, considerably taller fencing and landscaping to block sight lines. So let's see what the people are saying. Let's see what the people are saying. Does Steph Curry want low cost housing next to his house? Does Curry fly? Uh, 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 mm, mm, mm. People are not happy with this. Affordable housing in his neighborhood. Da, 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 da. Okay, so they they going in on them, kind of sorta. Oh, just don't support anything that might help lower income people actually get housing in or near the places that work for snobs like you. I believe it was Christ who said, "Screw the poor." Isn't that right, you believer? <laughs> yeah, he's getting. They getting. They they own them. The only NIMBYs in our country right now are Steph Curry, who doesn't want he does doesn't want housing complex behind his mansion, and every elite Democrat living in their little gated mansion. Another pampered NBA guy claiming to be oppressed as a black man. Hey, dummy, we're in 2023, and you're surrounded by black millionaires. Mm-hmm. My thoughts about you and your wife have definitely changed. I get the fact about your kids, but really is it necessary to flaunt your wealth to down people for needing lower cost housing? Um, I, I can't even, I'm not even mad at this. I'm sorry. Y'all want poor people living next to y'all. I, I can't, I can't be, I wouldn't be, I can't be mad. I can't be y'all. No poor doors. Next to stuff. I can't be mad at this. My Cambodian neighbors give me duck eggs for $1.50 a dozen. That's my flex. <laughs> poor bro. You a mess. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I can't be mad at this. I can't be mad at this. I would want this same for my, my, my kid. No. Understanding. God damn it. Under. Okay. Okay. Is he wrong for this? I don't. Do y'all want poor people living next to y'all? Y'all know what low income housing, you know what that brings. You know what section eight housing brings. They don't even want section eight housing anymore. Like all those people that spent four or five years on those waiting lists. Now all of a sudden people don't want them next to you. You know, 
Yeah, don't be mad for upping his skills. <laughs> you poor folks were at the clubs drinking the night away. See, that's what I'm saying. I can't be mad. As a father, this is what you're supposed to do. Okay? Yeah, I, I'm not mad at Steph for this. I, as a family to protect. And like I said, if you hit a certain a certain social class, yeah, you don't want... I, yeah, I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this. Yeah, up, up your money. Get your money right. Um, Kyrie, Kyrie wants to be traded. Let's see what they're talking about. I'm Shams Charania with breaking news powered by AT&T 5G. Sources tell me that Brooklyn Nets all-star Kyrie Irving has demanded a trade out of Brooklyn. I'm told the Lakers, Suns, and Mavericks have emerged as leading suitors in a potential deal for Irving. The Nets sources say offered an extension to Irving in the last week. But the deal had stipulations on the guarantee of the final year of that multi-year contract. But Irving's camp believed that a player of his caliber should not have stipulations in a multi-year contract. Another factor in the trade requests, I'm told, were principal differences that Irving had with the organization that just do not align with the Nets. So the sense right now is that whether it's ahead of the February 9th trade deadline or in the offseason in July, Irving is set to move on as a Brooklyn Net. Okay. Does Kyrie Does Kyrie go with LeBron wherever LeBron goes? Does Kyrie go See, that's what I'm saying. I want him I want him to go back to I want LeBron to stay in LA and I want Kyrie to go to LA. He's insufferable. He's he's Okay, is Kyrie slow or delayed? Because I always thought he was a little, just a little off. Oh, no, 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 I won't, I won't say that. He's eccentric. Kyrie is very eccentric. Yeah, can we, can we agree on that? I won't say he's slow or delayed, but I, I would say Kyrie is definitely, definitely eccentric. Okay, so this is what everyone was referring to after they played um, the Lakers. Listen, I would love... For Kyrie to go to to go join LeBron in, in LA. Bruh. Yeah, he's different. Yeah, I, I think he's eccentric. He's like the dude from uh Atlanta. The weird one. The TV series, Lakeith Stanfield's character. He's like him. That's how I envision Kyrie. He's just different. He's a different vibe, different frequency, different perspective in life. Right? Driven he has different motivations. Right? So I can respect that. It's just some people just aren't used to that type, you know, that kind of rain manny way of thinking. Okay. I, I, I want to see, I want to see him in LA with LeBron. I would love to see this happen. He's the Drake of the, oh my God. I would love to see this happen. So I'm hoping they get reunited again and, and, and go out for one more one more push for another ring, man. I think that, I think that'd be dope. I think that'd be dope. Okay, I think that'd be dope. This fool here. This is why I think Philly's gonna win, y'all. <laughs> Not only do we have the Kobe energy, we got Josh Sales up in this month. <laughs> we got Josh Sales up in here, <laughs> wilding the fuck out. Wilding. This man is wilding. Sam's Club created this. I'm, I, I, I think Philly wins uh, the Super Bowl, y'all. 
I think Philly wins the Super Bowl. Too many things just like. All right, come on, ads, ads, ads. All right, so let's see what happened. Oh, no, that's not it, man. It's, uh, the story I wanted, whatever. Okay, this fool here. Defensive <sighs> lineman Josh Sills indicted on graping and kidnapping charges in Ohio. He's only 25 years old. Holy cow. Was indicted on one count of raping. And one kind of kidnapping in the first degree. Oof. Oof. Oof, this is bad. The victim, identified as the, at the time as a 21-year-old female, told the deputy that Sills had dropped her and her cousin off at a relative's home at around 2 a.m. But when she attempted to exit the vehicle, he allegedly grabbed her by the arm and pulled her back into the truck. According to the report, the victim said Sills then grabbed her by her ponytail and tried to kiss her. And when another friend in a separate vehicle drove up behind the, behind his, he allegedly grabbed her by the by the neck and threw her down on the seat and got on top of her so no one else could see them inside the truck. What? Hold up, wait a what? This makes no sense. I'm just asking questions because this story does not add up to me. This makes no sense. So he, she leaves out, he grabs her, pulls her back into the truck. Uh, clearly, they're in the front seat. They have to be in the front seat. Um, depending on what truck it, this is, I'm sure there's a center, center console in between the driver and passenger. All right, so then when another vehicle drove up behind his, he allegedly grabbed her by the neck and threw her down on the seat and got on top of her so no one could see them inside the truck. Really? Really? Here we go. The report went on to say that Sills allegedly forced the victim to perform a sex act for approximately 20 minutes. The victim said she made repeated attempts to stop Sills throughout the duration of the incident. Sills then only agreed to release the victim after he repeatedly asked if she would talk to him again. The police report stated that the victim went to the high school with Sills and had known him for seven or eight years at the time. The indictment comes days before the Eagles are set to play in the Super Bowl. Sills was a rookie in 2022, and he played in one regular season game. Uh, the organization is aware of the legal matter involving Josh Sills. We have been in communication with the league office and in the process of gathering more information. We have no further comment at this time. Uh, the NFL announced Wednesday that Sills was placed on the commissioner's exempt list, meaning he cannot practice, play, or travel with the team as it prepares for the Super Bowl. Sills is due in court February 16th. His attorney, Michael Connick, said the allegations are false and that Sills will, will be. A, so he's being punished. And so, so much for innocent until proven guilty. So he's being punished for allegations. But once again, this makes no sense. He pulled her back into the truck, grabbed her by the ponytail and tried to kiss her. And another friend in a separate vehicle drove up behind his he allegedly grabbed her by the neck and threw her down on the seat and got on top of her so no one could see them inside the truck. Get the fuck out of here, man. This is bullshit. Fuck out of here. Sexy Red, this is all your fault. Why are you over there picking with that man? 
sexy red over there picking on people. Leave that, leave that man alone. No, slime, he came for me. I took it down. No, slime, he came for me first. I took, I took it down at first. I took it down. I know that's what you're gonna say. I know that's what you're gonna say. Okay. Wow, it's like, what? What? I just said, I maintain, shame. listen, everybody's guilty. Everybody's guilty. Can't, you can't, you can't say that the, the attention is not helping. Okay. You can't say the attention is not helping. All right. Uh, next case. Three dead rappers in Detroit. Lord have mercy. This is terrible. This is terrible. These guys were missing for about a month. <laughs> And they found him dead in Detroit. Detroit be wildin'. Three bodies found. Uh, geez. And come on, what what the fuck? No. Three bodies found in a vacant Detroit area apartment building have been identified as those uh three of aspiring rappers who went missing nearly two weeks ago. Michigan State Police said Friday afternoon on Twitter identified the bodies of those Armani Kelly, uh Ascoda. Oh no, Montoya Givens and Dante Wicker, all from Michigan. This is terrible. The men, the Michigan men were supposed to perform at a lounge party 31, at a party at Lounge 31 in Detroit on January 21st, but they vanished after that appearance was canceled. Their bodies were found Thursday in the basement of an abandoned rat infested apartment building in Highland Park. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So who found the body? It's abandoned and rat infestment apartment building. Who found the bodies, y'all? So who conveniently found the bodies? I don't even sound like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> who conveniently found these bodies in this abandoned building? Man, Nick, man, listen. Okay. Uh, said so they would conduct autopsies on the bodies. So they could take up to 48 hours for autopsy results to be released because the bodies were found in extreme cold conditions. Uh, Kelly, Givens, and Wicker met while in prison. And Kelly and Givens were on parole at the time of their disappearance, according to the State Corrections Department. This is sad, yo. Okay, this is, yeah, this is sad. This is sad. I don't do that. I just look up Evelyn. Okay, yeah, Evelyn the Rothschild. No, this is old. This is old. This is old. Never mind. Scratch that. Okay. Let's talk a little Jay Prince and his son. So they went on 
a million dollars worth of game, but it won't be the full episode won't be released until I think to the fifth. So we got snippets. We got snippets. So this is Jay Prince Jr. telling his his piece briefly. This is what everyone's kind of been like wanting to hear their side of the story. But once again, I I told y'all um, nobody could touch them guys until Q and, and and P gave the agreement. Okay. Nobody can touch made men without permission of the bosses. All right, so let's get a, a brief snippet of what was said from Jay Prince Jr., and then we're going to go to uh, Mr. Mob Ties himself. And I'm just speaking on it because it's, they keep attaching it to your name and your brand and what y'all build. Keep talking about Dice Game, whether it's in this situation, whether it's in this uh, Duke the Jeweler situation. Uh, no, he only dated the woman. They were dating. She was still married. Now, eventually after... The, the husband talked to Jay and, and then Jay left the country, talked to Jay-Z, whatever. Um, no, they ended up getting divorced later on, but no, they, they were just dating. Matter of fact, the husband was paying his studio bills while he was recording. Um, okay, so the, this is what happened. Jay-Z introduced Jay Electronica to the husband first. The husband was a fan of both of their music. Okay. The husband was a fan. He's like, yo, come out here, work on some music. I love your music. I'll, I'll pay. I'll front the bill. Right. This niggas is grimy. So the European man flies you out to the UK, put your bill, let you record music. And then you end up, you meet his wife and then you start sleeping with his wife. Then he starts sleeping with his wife. And then they started heavily dating and then it strained their marriage. So then the husband's like, he calls Jay-Z like, yo, what the, do you know, you do know who we are, right? Subsequently, Jay talked to Jay elect and that come on back. You, you bugging. And that's what happened. That's what happened. Okay. All right. So let's get to uh, this word salad. Once again, these are snippets from the interview that will be released on February 5th. All right. Uh, people keep speaking in that. And to Duke the jeweler, rest in peace to him and condolence to his family. I don't know the brother, but I know he came down here. Yeah. Things transpire. I don't have no knowledge of it, but to keep talking about this dice game type shit. Yeah. Can you elaborate? Can y'all elaborate on dice game when it's tied to y'all? I know people were associating me with that Duke Jeweler situation because I went to Labusi pool party and he happened to be there and he happened to be standing on me. I mean, right next to me. The truth is, I never met him before. I had no idea who he is. I didn't even know he was a jeweler until after his passing. And then the night of that game isn't the night that he got killed. He got killed leaving Boosie concert. The next night, because somebody tried to rob him. So, you know, the internet play internet games. 
But this is a situation with a dude that I didn't even know. I ain't know his name. I had no knowledge of him. I, I ain't know he was from Chicago. I ain't know he was a jeweler until social media started trying to point a finger because he was standing next to me. And, that, and it's just unfortunate that something transpired after another dice game. But neither incidents had anything to do with a dice game. Okay. Do you believe that version of events from um, Jay Prince Jr.? Do you believe what he's saying? Do you believe he did not know who Duke the Jeweler was? Do you believe he did not know who Duke the Jeweler was? I find it hard to believe he didn't know who this dude was to, on some level. On some level. I'm not standing next to a dude I don't know. I'm not standing next to a guy that I don't know. I could be wrong. Okay, but this sounds hella suspect. Uh, what? Where's Tiff at? What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you, what'd you, oh, yes, that's why Erica ran his ass over. Yeah, that I, I heard there was a car involved. That is, that confirms what I heard. That confirms what I heard. So, let's, you know what, let's run this back again. And once again, <laughs> okay, let's run it back because this makes no sense to me. Only because it's, they keep attaching it to your name and your brand and what y'all build. Keep talking about dice game. Whether it's in this situation, whether it's in this uh, Duke the Jeweler situation, uh, people keep speaking of that. And to Duke the Jeweler, rest in peace to him and condolence to his family. I don't know the brother, but I know he came down here. Yeah. Things transpire. I don't have no knowledge of it, but to keep talking about this dice game type shit. Yeah. Can you elaborate? Can y'all elaborate on dice game when it's tied to y'all? I know people were associating me with that Duke the Jeweler situation because I went to Labusi pool party and he happened to be there and he happened to be standing on me. I mean, right next to me. The truth is, I never met him before. I had no idea who he is. I didn't even know he was a jeweler until after his passing. And then the night of that game isn't the night that he got killed. He got killed leaving Boosie concert. The next night, because somebody tried to rob him. So, you know, the internet play internet games. But this is a situation with a dude that I didn't even know. I ain't know his name. I had no knowledge of him. I, I ain't know he was from Chicago. I ain't know he was a jeweler. Until social media started trying to point a finger because he was standing next to me. And, that, and it's just unfortunate that something transpired after another dice game. But neither incidents had anything to do with a dice game. Hmm. I, I, okay. Listen, if you believe that. <laughs> now, the word on the street was they paid Duke's family a million dollars as a I'm sorry, my bad type of, you know, if you, you kill a couple, you got to pay the, you got to pay family of the couple you killed whatever the case like restitution fee so the word was that he paid a restitution fee to duke's family which kept the family off of jay's and boosie's asses all right so that's what the streets said okay that's what the streets said now let's get to the daddy that's why y'all y'all really here for J- y'all 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 here for some fifth ward that's what you're here for let me pull up the daddy but the daddy he's even Jeez, man. I am, it makes for great content. Uh, it's riveting content nonetheless. Nonetheless. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. We're going to go with <laughs> with <laughs> with the daddy. When I got the call say. from you, when I got the call from you, you know, OG, you know, we was a little reluctant to do the interview because, you know, somebody lost their life. You know, it was a sensitive situation. So, you know, we talked and then when you, when you alerted me that you had sat down with, you know, P from QC and, you know, everybody saw things eye to eye and, you know, that really had, you know, it was like, okay, well, cool. As long as you, if you see eye to eye with, the, you know, the people that's, that's most close to them and y'all got everything figured out, then, okay, then you can come speak your truths. You know what I'm saying? Because that side of the family and, and this side of the family is on the same accord. So um, with that being said, you know, let's get into this interview, man. Um, yeah, yeah, and I would, I would like to also, man, uh, I want to echo everything that was said, you know. <clears throat> we would like to extend and send our condolences. Our condolences to the family of uh, my nephew, uh, Takeoff. Oh, and it, that's Takeoff, right? Takeoff dead? Is that the one that did, that died? Yeah? Uh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? As well, because, and, and definitely to take our mother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, take off mother, definitely take off mother. She was the top of my list. She was a priority on my list. I reached out to that woman and let her know that we had nothing to do with her son. And I'm so sorry that uh, this took place. It's since this violence had got to stop in our communities. I put her at the top of the list because it's an unnatural thing to lose your kid. Let's run it back. And I got the call from you. You know, OG, you know, we was a little reluctant to do the interview because, you know, somebody lost their life. You know, it was a sensitive situation. So, you know, we talked and then when you when you alerted me that you had sat down with, you know, P from QC and, you know, everybody saw things eye to eye and, you know, that really had, you know, it was like, okay, well, cool. As long as you, if you see eye to eye with, the, you know, the people that's, that's most close to them and y'all got everything figured out, then, okay, then you can come speak your truths. You know what I'm saying? Because that side of the family and, and this side of the family is on the same accord. So um, with that being said, you know, let's get into this interview, man. Um, yeah, yeah, and I would, I would like to also, man, uh, I want to echo everything that was said, you know. <clears throat> we would like to extend and send our condolences, you know what I mean, as well, because, and, and definitely to take our mother, you know what I mean, because uh, I put her at the top of the list because it's an un it's an unnatural thing losing a child. It's unnatural. Unnatural thing to lose your kid. Hi! Somebody get me into voice acting work. Get me into some voice work. Well, I got a call for some voice work. I think I'm ready now. 
I'm ready to do some mo capture. I'm ready to do some motion capture, some Andy Circus work. <laughs> do y'all believe? Well, once again, these are all snippets. The full interview comes out um, February 5th. And when it drops, we're going to pick this thing apart, man. I, I, I'm going to be here for it. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, let me do this real quick. Let me show y'all these Beyonce tickets. Where's Erica Williams at at this? I need Erica Williams. I need Erica Williams to go on a rant about black people and, and, and monies. Because these Beyonce tickets, Michael would never do y'all like this, okay? Michael Jackson would never disrespect his fans with these ticket prices. Let me pull it up real quick. Michael Jackson would never disrespect his fans like this. This is a grift. Oh, to the of the highest grift. This is terrible. I would never pay these much for Beyonce tickets. Now, Michael, yeah. For Michael, yes. Beyonce, no. Okay. Look at the prices for these tickets, y'all. Oh, look at this shit. Look at this. Bruh. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? What? Yes. <laughs> and yeah, and y'all we still want to talk about generational wealth like what what the fuck? What what is this? Wait, what is what did you say? Podcast for podcast sake, riveting, no consequences for perpetu perpetuating things you don't know, never live, blessings, and what? And choose battles always. It's mature and smart. Um, okay, Levi Sanders, I'm not. Okay, thank you for your comment, I guess. I'm not sure what you're trying to say, but okay. Yo, y'all see. Yeah, listen. Why, why is she doing y'all? She don't give a fuck about y'all. Beyonce does not love y'all. Michael would never do this. Michael would never do this to y'all, to us. Michael would never do this for, uh, to us. <laughs> Michael would never do this to us, y'all. Mike be like, I want everybody to come see. Mike be like, I want everybody to come see. Why, 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 yo, you, you know what? <laughs> Somebody go tag Erica Williams. What in the hell? Black folk ain't trying to be f financially free. They're not trying to be, these are just the tickets, not even the packages. So let's look at floor A6. Floor A6 is at the okay i see why it's so much but still it's not i can't justify it it's on the actual stage floor right around okay so yeah there's the stage and a6 is off to the left side oof ooh man see over 
Thank you, bro, for the two on the super chat. Beyonce cleans up on these dumb broads at on the gram every time. Listen, Janet Jackson would never do y'all like this. Janet Jackson wouldn't do you like this. <laughs> Not jackfruit. Look at this. So A6 is off to the left-hand side. One, two, three sections from the stage. Okay. And row J. Row J, hundreds, level 125. Oh, okay, okay, I see. It's in the gray. It's in the gray. Wait, 125? Nope. 125 is in like the shaded purple, the shaded yellow where it says show map. So it's on the other right-hand side. Oh, I see, I see. Still. Oh, no. And then floor A4. See, okay, the floor seats, still. Floor seats A4 are in front of A6. Nah, bruh. Nah, we can't, I can't justify these. And then on stage, front row, VIP. On stage, front row, VIP, 10 racks. Jeez. Yo, yo, go get, just go get your BBLs, ladies. <laughs> I'd rather you go get your BBLs than to spend money on this. I'd rather you just go spend your monies on a BBL. Yeah, this, this, man, this is, man, listen, this is not cool. Michael wouldn't want this for us. Michael, Michael didn't die. So y'all, so everyone can grift the fans like this. Come on, man. This is ridiculous. It's an experience. Man, hell no. Okay, you you want to know what my what my you know what you know you want to know what I would pay ten racks for? Let me show you what I would pay ten racks for. I'll show you what experience I would I would I would pay ten racks for for a bona fide experience. Okay, I'm going to show you what I would pay ten racks for. Let me man, let me. Y'all gonna be mad at me, but let me find let me find it first. Let me find it first. Let me find it first. <laughs> I'm going to show you what I would pay for an experience. All right. Don't judge me. I mean, judge me, but I'm just saying. Let me show you what I'm willing to pay. $99,000 for an experience. <laughs> Fooey. Where is it at? Where is it at? Okay. Let me, let me, yeah, let me show y'all what I'm willing to pay damn near a, 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 a brand new used car for. Okay. So you want, you want insight into my psyche and what makes me tick. Okay. I'm going to show you. Okay. Okay. Cocaine for sure. Gotta have Coke on the side somewhere. Let me show you what I'm willing to pay 10 racks for. And I know y'all going to be like, Sly, come on, bro. Like, you ask. I'm, I'm just telling you. Let me, let me, let me. Okay, let me show you what I'm willing to pay 10 racks for an experience. Nah, ain't no damn timepiece. Hell no. Nope. 
Nope. Nope. It wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a vehicle. It wouldn't be a timepiece. Not a vacation spot. Nope. Let me show you where I will blow 10 racks on for an experience. And it's it, it, like I said, it's gonna some of y'all are gonna be disappointed, but oh well. This is what I'm willing to see. This is the type of experience that I want. This is what I want. I don't know what you heard. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want that. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Kathy Drayton. That's Kathy Drayton. Okay. That's Kathy Drayton. If you know, you know. Okay. If you know, you know. That's Kathy Drayton. Okay. Let's not play these games. Listen, she's just going to have to take this L understand. I'll take the slap. Okay. I'll take the slap. Let's not play these games. Okay. That is Kathy Drayton. Okay. Talking experience. If I'm going to just blow money. That's what I, that's what I want to do. Hey, hey, Sean. Sean, thank you for the 20 on the cash. Yeah. Fire showing content. Lost bros. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. That's that's ten grand. That's ten grand. That's an experience I'm I'm willing to Yes. Okay. And she's married, so shout out to her husband. Jeezy Pete. Like, you know, I'm all for like non monogamy, but don't fuck that up, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'm you know I'm like damn near anti monogamy, but please, bro, Kathy Drayton's husband, please don't fuck that up. Please don't. <laughs> Please, for us, don't mess it up for us. All right, all right. Yes, play the watermelon game. Wrap your thighs around me and squeeze until I suffocate and pass out. Yeah, I uh, yeah. That's that's matter of fact. Let me look again. Let me see something. Did I miss something? I'm just make sure I didn't miss anything. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Uh, that's enough thirst for me today. Um, yeah. Death by snoo snoo. Yes. You're all enablers. I'm not trying to catch a haymaker from the queen. L listen, the queens will understand. Okay. Kathy's a bad mofo. Kathy's a bad. That's like y'all be like, oh, Idris. I'd be like, okay, I understand it's Idris. Come on, y'all. Oh, the new season of Luther's here. I love me some Idris Elba. I don't say shit when y'all be like, Idris, Idris. I don't say nothing. I'm like, you know what? That's Idris Elba. I can't be mad. Okay. <laughs> I still get some ammo for 10. For the 10. <laughs> 
I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. Um, <laughs> we don't claim them in Philly. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, like, it would, I, I, I understand, like, or Michael B. Jordan, I'd be like, I get it. I get it. See, I'm not a hater. I'll let you have Idris. So let me go and get Kathy. And, you know, everybody, one, one night a year, everybody gets a hall pass. See, see, I, I'm a benevolent God. One night a year, everybody gets a hall pass. I'm a benevolent God. See how that works? See? See? I'm not so bad after all, am I? Okay? I'm not so bad. Uh-oh, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Let's wrap this thing up with some words for wisdom from 50 Cent. Let's wrap this up with some, some words from 50 Cent. And I think he puts it best when it comes to men in suits. Because I remember there's a guy in a suit. Everybody was losing their minds over this guy in a suit. And all the guys that were not into suits were like, no, nah, that's a problem because the biggest grifters wear suits. Remember, but he's no longer with us. But I remember. I remember all the pushback he was getting. Let's see what 50 Cent has to say about guys in suits. There's more ruthless people in the business world than in the street. It's more, you know. Suit and tie. Yeah, it's, just, it's not confrontational. But they're doing it right in front of you. It's like taking, just taking the money for you. Look, robbery, at least it will give, give you the courtesy of showing you the gun. So you can have those anxieties and feel those feelings that you would feel when you're being robbed. They'll do it on a piece of paper where you feel nothing. There's more ru That's why I, listen, 50, man. Thank you for following Super Chat, Mac. Uh, this is why C-Bond won't let me hang out with Sliding. Man, listen. Y'all can come hang out. Y'all can, y'all can, y'all can come. See, don't do it. Oh, see, we talk about the same guy who was bumming and begging for cologne samples out of department store. Lord have mercy. Why, do you, why, why, bro, why? I'm so glad it was so many of us, uh, Third Ward, I remember him before he blew up. Remember all the frauds, the fraudulent lies he told and all the omissions and the, 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 mis the discrepancies in his story, all the holes in his stories. I'm so glad so it's enough of us around that remember and won't let people forget, you know, but once again, fake it till you make it. Make it till you make it. Yeah, 50 just summed this thing up perfectly. Yeah, that nigga, that guy. All right, so yo, I've been on, oh shit, I've been on for two hours. All right, so yo, all this, the topics I didn't catch tonight, I will bust back, spin the block, we'll do it tomorrow for sure. There's a couple topics I could, uh, yeah, we'll spin the block tomorrow. Oh no. I have to touch on this. I have to. Thailand. Go figure, right? Thailand is in the news and not for sex tourism or passport bros. Thank God. Thailand is making some super waves. Pfizer. Now listen. Pfizer has paid the biggest medical fine, I believe, I can remember on record, $2 billion. Okay. Somebody fact check me, but I think Pfizer has paid right now the biggest medical fine of over two 
billion dollars. Okay. And then Pfizer has the patent on its new brand of blood thinners. Jeez, man, they are just ruthless, but I'll touch on that later. But right now, right now, Thailand, I think is leading the charge against Pfizer. And I think other countries will follow suit. I think other countries will follow suit very, very shortly. Let's go. All right, let's get to the news. Let's talk about this. To a potential bombshell story now out of Thailand, which are not words that I thought would ever come out of my mouth. A bombshell story out of Thailand? Oh, yeah. Listen to this. This is a potential bombshell. And Pfizer better buckle up because this could start to become a contagion for Pfizer. And I really think that we're starting to see a change. Yeah, Techie, um, yesterday, last night, rather, listen, there's no, you military, bro, there's no way anybody lets a balloon fly over in U.S. airspace, especially in Montana where there's a miss, missile silos there and just, oh, how'd that get there? Like, this is such bullshit. But, yeah, let's go. I think we're starting to see in fact, now you're starting to see some mainstream media outlets even begin to cover this question about Pfizer. But here is what happening is what's going on in Thailand right now. So do you remember a few weeks ago when the princess of Thailand suddenly collapsed just days after receiving her booster shot? Now, we covered this in the newsletter. We didn't get a chance to cover it here on the show, I think, because we, it was during the holiday time and we were off at the time. Anyway, she's still in a coma to this day. Okay, this happened about three weeks ago. Well, now we're learning that the Thai royal family has been told that her collapse had nothing to do with a bacterial infection, which is the story they were sold at the beginning. Imagine having the cojones to go into the royal family, to the king, right? And be able to say, um, your, your highness, it's a, the reason she's in a coma is because of a bacterial infection. To which anyone with a brain would say, oh, then give her an antibiotic and she'll be good by tomorrow. No, that's not the case. That's what they told him. That's what they told the royal family initially. Bacterial infection. They were lied to, of course. And as I mentioned, an antibiotic would have nipped this in the bud very quickly. But instead, according to reports, she's most likely affected, most likely a victim of the jab. That's right. The report comes to us from sources living in Thailand... And a new interview that a Thai doctor, Dr. Uh, Sukaret Bakhtadi, um, he sat down with Pascal Najati um, in an interview presented by journalist Taylor Hudak. Now listen to Dr. Bakhtadi, hopefully I'm saying the name correctly, uh, Bakhti, that's it, Dr. Bakhti. Sometimes when I'm looking at the names, I'm like, all right, brain process, process, process. <laughs> Dr. Bakhti explains the ridiculousness. So he explains the ridiculousness of the story of the bacterial infection that was told to the royal family about what happened to the princess in the coma. Listen to him set this up, and then we'll get to more on this. Watch. One daughter of the present king, Ram X, collapsed and is in coma. She, uh, within, uh, I think it was 23 days after the third shot, and she's young. Of course, 44 years old, never been seriously ill, collapsed and is now in a coma. And the diagnosis that was given by the authorities and by the university 
is so ridiculous. She's supposed to have a bacterial infection that will never do what she's suffering from. And so we uh, determined and uh, the activists in Thailand uh, who have been on this for many, many months now, great guys, also a professor from the university in Bangkok. He's gotten in touch with the royal family and we are sending information to the royal family to alert them to the fact that in all probability, the princess is suffering as a victim of this jab, as so many people around the world have been suffering. So you know what's even scarier for me with this story really quick? Yeah. Is the fact that there are powers that be that had more power to misinform a king about what happened to his daughter. Who is that? <laughs> I'm going to leave that there because I want to stay in everybody's good graces. <laughs> we'll come back and, and finish this up tomorrow, but um, I'm ready to get off. And I, I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up tomorrow. Like I said, well, I got a bunch of topics I didn't catch tonight, but we'll, We'll run it back. We'll spin the block and, 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 you know, so, um, with that being said, uh, I humbly thank everybody, uh, that came out tonight that chose to hang out with me, uh, subs, lurkers, haters, watchers, all that good stuff. Those that donated tonight. Thank you guys so much. Super, super appreciative. And, um, yeah, sexy red, stop doing what you do. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Do you, sis? Do you? <laughs> Do you? Aluminium, everybody. Yeah, aluminium. Aluminium. And you know what? What it is Friday night. I know some of y'all are going to get lit and turn up tonight. Some of you guys are going to just Netflix and chill. On your way out, I'm just sending y'all some motivation. Baragon has a message. For What's the message, Baragon? Where I would never get tired of that. I need to take a picture and make um, an emoji out of it, and I'll make it uh, um, like an, a choosable emoji for members or whatever. So I'm working on that. So just bear with me. But yo, with that being said, y'all enjoy y'all night. Whatever y'all decide to do, be safe, be vigilant. Love and light. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Peace.